by my bed Folded hands and tilted head I thank the Lord for my water and my bread Thank the Lord to be a part of God's flock of chosen sheep Waking from my slumber while the world is still asleep Freedom loving Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today? Hope you are still eating leftover turkey like we did today. I'm still full. I'm going to be full for the next couple of days because we still have a lot of turkey left. But guys, it was a great fun episode last night. Um, 
Borderland MSM Liars Living was on with this uh, little thanks for the thanks for Thanksgiving. It was a great special, and I love to be able to hang out with you guys. So tonight we're going to be doing a topic on episode 492, Prophecy and Prophesy, the difference between the two, but that will be after we go over a little bit of news. Once again, Kilted Christian episode 492, Prophecy and Prophesy. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And for those of you that I did not get a chance to say hello to, God bless you and thank you for joining us tonight. Um, send out some love to uh, Deuce Sprinklers. who's going to be going to Memorial tomorrow. So just be with them in your heart. Send some prayers out to the family and to do, and uh, you're going to get through this, man. You're a tough one, and we love you very, very much. So uh, go ahead and say hello to Livin. Livin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. It's pretty chilly here, as I was just talking to Bob about. It's freezing for me. Well, it's I'm used, not used to this weather. It's going to be 28 tonight. Um, it wouldn't be so bad, but it's wet, wet in the air and it's really windy. So it it just it bites like straight to you, right to the bone. Yeah, it sure does. But it's you know it's different for me because I'm not used to it. So it's well, been a very dreary day. Well, enjoy this warm night because it's going to be 24 on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be. I'm looking forward to it. We got a. We picked up an, a very inexpensive uh, fake tree today, so we'll we'll get that up. I, I can't afford the real ones, man. Those things are like 70 to 80 bucks uh, I don't do real ones. It's crazy. Eventually, we're going to get a real one um, seedling, seedling and get out in the yard and, and put a couple of the trees out, but we're going to- I didn't even see any this year, did you? No, we, we kind of hit it the wrong time of the season, and uh, I'm sure Moon Wolf will probably find some little seedlings out wherever yeah. he works, and we'll have plenty of trees. We got maples all over the place. Oh, those are beautiful. We've got a beautiful maple growing right next to our power line. So sadly, it's going to have to come down. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Where's that? It's um by the compost. Oh, oh Yeah, really? it's like right by the power line. So that's going to have to come down because it grew out of a stump. So I can't dig it up and move it because it's a big old stump of the tree that was already removed. So, oh, well. Um, we'll get. Well, that'd be that. the second tree we tore down. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, the yeah. one, one was bad. That was bad. And then... uh. Now we can't limit. I mean, if, if I'll, I'll take a picture for you, True Patriot, it's literally right in between the power line, the line that goes down to hold the power line up in the wood. Like it's in the worst possible place that it could be. They removed the tree originally in order to put that up, but it's a new tree is growing out of the stump. Yeah, so we do need firewood. Yes, so we do. It will definitely be going into the firewood pile. I know uh, Moon Wolf is using a lot of the wood right now because he's got the little. Uh, stove mm -hmm. here in inside of his trailer because it's getting chilly so yeah maple does burn great it smells good too but we need to figure out still if we can use our fireplace because uh yeah. we, we have a fireplace a and, nice one a beautiful one and from what i understand the lady that lived here before a couple of years ago um may or may not have gotten it modified to gas so i need to figure out if it was originally a regular fireplace so i can just cap it off and use it other than that um but in a little town like this, you, you would not believe how hard it is to find somebody that can come out and expect it. So we're got a we're talking to Willie. If you guys remember Willie from uh, um, Mandolin Farms, and uh, then the next step will be calling the fire department, see if they can come out and take a look at it for us. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty excited. It's a beautiful fireplace. It'd be nice, and it has a heater, you know, a blower. So that's really cool. And 
a brand new, a brand new, uh, if propane logs. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing though, is yeah. that we think that he got it turned over. Um, Steve says to drop a chicken down the pipe or the chimney. We'll give that a shot. But I, I did, <laughs> I did go inside of it and we do have a flu yeah. and a working chimney. Um, but then I went and researched and found out that there's two kinds of propane. One of them is a ventilated version, which requires a flu for just to release the air. So I just would rather be safe than sorry and not yeah. to start our house on fire because then that would be terrible. Yeah, that sure would be. It ha it has even, you know, the, where you close the flu so that there no air comes down in it. it. It looks just like a fireplace that I've owned before. And so, but you know, I'm not, I don't know nothing about propane. Yeah. So that you got to really be careful, I guess. Matty Poo doesn't want us to come live with him. So he highly recommends against burning the house. Oh, come so, on, Matty Poo. Yeah. I don't want to burn the house down either. That's true. So uh, yeah, I kind of like it true. here. <laughs> yeah. I'll tent it, but won't be a comfortable winter for mom, I'm sure. Oh, no. no. The rest of us would tough it out. But we got a lot of news to go through today, so we're going to still go ahead and start getting into the news, and we're going to end with uh, the difference between prophecy and prophesy, what they mean, as well as examples in Old Scripture and New Scripture, and the Old Testament and the New Testament. So it'll be an interesting conversation, um, you know, because I, I kept on pronouncing. Every time I would see it, I guess I didn't notice the difference between the C and the S, so I would always pronounce it prophecy. And then Jeff was like, no, that's prophesy, big difference. So, um, yeah, there's a big difference, and we'll, we'll discuss that here in a little bit. But first— the stupid, crazy news that's going on in our world because it is stupid and it is crazy. So first off, um, Target latest hire is a pride strategist. So this is going to, I'm sure this is going to work out really well for him because he said, uh, who's been hired? This guy was hired to, um, be, to bring a whole new LGBT spirit to Christmas. And in a statement, he said, time to whip out the glitter and hellfire flamethrowers and rip the old world to shreds darlings yeah that darlings was even in the quote um yeah that's gonna work out well it's gonna work out as well as budweiser and disney and all these other companies that try to go woke and doesn't work out too well for them so target um i guess enjoy your last year yeah. i hope you guys fall through the gutters man they're the ones that are selling those like tranny swimsuits and everything like that i we don't even have a Target anywhere near here, fortunately. Um, I wouldn't go there anyways, but yeah, we don't have one near here. They're exactly Terry Lynn. They're demons. Um, so next, uh, night, this, was, this, this is a nightmare to Democrats right now. Um, this woman right here, I'm going to play a quick little, a part of a quick little clip. And this is, Biden is losing ground with young independent voters now too, as well as the minorities, as well as the white vote. Like the Democrats are in a very tough situation right now. I'm even seeing people that hated Trump. Trump that are going to vote for him. But then again, I see the same people. I've read a couple of things on, because obviously family got to spend time with family um, and have their political arguments. And uh, the really hardcore um, Trump haters are like, man, I hate this economy. Everything's more expensive. I can barely pay my rent. I can't afford groceries. I can't afford to put gas in my car, but I'm still going to vote for Biden. Like, well, you can fix the problem by, by not, not voting, voting for, Biden. for Biden. And then you wouldn't have anything to complain about. But yeah, so it just shows you how bad the Trump hate, the Trump derangement syndrome is in many people that they're willing to literally everything that they listed was better when Trump was there. And they're still just hate him so much because they bought into what the media was saying that they will vote for the guy that they know is awful. Exactly. Lens. Thanks, media. Yeah. I say that at least five times a day. Thanks, media. What I'd like to see, though, is I'd like to see uh, Sharon Barbara Streisand get the heck out of here. 
I watched a thing on her this morning on the news that they were leaving. Well, then hit the road. Yeah, I know. I know what everybody, they talk. They're like, yeah. I'm going to leave. And it's like, cool, I will help you pack. And then they're like, oh, uh, uh, Trump ends up winning. And then they all change their mind. And then he just complained for four years and yeah. threatened people. Exactly. So, so this should make your blood boil too. Under the Democrats, Ukraine has got $200 billion. Congress got a 41% pay increase. Taliban gets $85 billion. Iran gets $200 billion. You get $7 eggs, $4 gas, 50% increase in electricity, free crack pipes, though, um, open borders, fentanyl crises, toxic spills, and World War III. Ah. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. <laughs> um, next is, uh, and it's crazy, too. They're supposed to be non-political, but they certainly are. That would be um, our branches of our military. So Air Force Base in North Dakota warned airmen not to attend a rally featuring a pro-Trump Tyler Bauer or risk jeopardizing their military career. So our men and women of the armed forces fight for our freedoms only to be threatened, denied by woke leftist leadership in a country that's supposed to allow you to be able to pick sides, you know, wow. hence elections, hence constitutional republic or or even what they call democracy no matter how you look mm -hmm. at it it allows you to vote one way or the other unless you were in uniform now can they do that what's that yeah so oh, one so note says if not in uniform they can go oh that's okay um, I, didn't I didn't read any yeah the articles that i read didn't say anything about that it just said that they basically threatened them but but so well, here's the question there one note is uh what if this was a Biden rally? Would they be allowed to go in, in uniforms uniform. in a Biden rally? Ah. Hey, someone should try that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um, I'd, I'd hate to sit through that nonsense. Yeah, Maddie Poo says, um, the soldiers do not retain their rights. No, they don't. But they should still be able to have, you know, free thought. But yeah, I guess exactly. You join the military, especially these days, you know, you can't be transphobic or you get kicked out or... First Amendment isn't protected. Yeah, it's not. It's basically sitting in a shredder somewhere in the White House right yep. now. Constitution and, and pieces. What they did is they handed the Constitution to Pelosi and told her that it was a Trump State of the Union speech. So Pelosi just yeah. started ripping that thing up. One note had a good thing here. Does Biden even have a rally? Lens? No, <laughs> he does not. He hangs out in his basement. Well, I'm sure I'll be hanging out hey, in his basement again soon. He's always on vacation. The question is, is he at work? That would be a quick question. Yeah. Or is he alive? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, nah, he, I don't know where he is. <laughs> um, so we got, um, this is, you know, there, there's a handful of just really interesting good things happening. And I still wonder, like, why is it happening? Is this just to keep us, like, feeling like we're having something done for us or not? But an, Ob an Obama-appointed federal judge ruled against voting machines in Georgia. So the machine cybersecurity flaws violate the constitutional rights of voters. And I'm really shocked that that was an Obama guy um, that did this. Um, not to mention. Maybe they see what's coming. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that um, how many, you never hear this on mainstream media, but there's been so many arrests. And I'll talk about a couple of them a little bit dealing with child sex trafficking. Um, I know that uh, Jamie Foxx, um, P. Diddy, uh couple of football players, a baseball player, a basketball player. They've all been accused of m either molesting um, younger children or sexual assault of some kind. They went after uh, 
Mayor Adams in New York. That's what happens. You turn against mm-hmm. the deep state, the deep state will turn on you quicker than you can imagine. And he called them out for their terrible border policies. And all of a sudden, like literally within like hours of them saying that or hours of them talking about it, Cuomo says, hey, I'm going to run for mayor. And then all of a sudden this a sexual assault oh, thing comes, comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right after that. So it's just like, yeah, they are eating their own 100% lens. Um, yeah. So, oh, man, this, this world's crazy. Like I said, at least we, we know that, uh, you know, being on the good side, we, we have each other six. You know, those guys right yeah. there, they'll eat their own in a heartbeat. Nom, 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 nom. Good old Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so next we got stupid. I mean, I'm going to bring up this lady a couple of times. Um, Hochul, 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 Kathy, you all know who she is. New York governor announces tools to help students spot conspiracy theories, misinformation, and hate. So basically what they're going to do is they're going to tell you what is disinformation and so forth. Not how to spot it. They're going to tell you which is which. And this woman is a witch. She's a witch witch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be getting back to her in a moment because it gets worse, man. I mean, everything that comes out of this woman's bad or worse. And, and I'm actually going to get here something a little bit worse in a moment. So um, a growing number of young progressive Western women are converting to Islam, citing the Israel-Hamas war as motivation for the conversation. And they're documenting their journey on social media. Hoover Institution um, fellow Ayan Hersey Ali issued a warning on the new trend during America's newsroom, arguing that young women are throwing away their freedoms with decision with this decision. And they're all becoming Muslim. Well, then why don't they just um, head over to those countries? See oh, what so happens yeah, yeah, there. Exactly. See see how you enjoy <laughs> yeah. not wearing the beautiful clothes that you get Where? to pick at any store here, but something over your face. And your husband beating you all the time. Yeah, and your husband beating you. And, yeah. you know, you think With that a stick or a you, rock. you complain about us making fun of, of homosexuality mm-hmm. here. Man, at least we don't throw you off a ruse. Yeah, let's see how that works out. The funny thing is, is these people were all um, anti-religious. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, now's a reason to become religious. So, mm-hmm. it's, so it's, it's not even because they're choosing a religion. It's because they're trying to, to go against the norm. And yeah. it, oh, man, that's a, that's a huge oh, mistake. Oh, that's a big mistake. You think getting a tattoo that you don't want's a bad mistake? <laughs> Steve, his wife hits him all the time <laughs> with rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the broomstick. I know she 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 chunks chickens. She chunks chickens. She's right. like, don't make me throw the rooster. <laughs> My wife's a lead pipe, Maddie Poo. Hey Matt, uh, take that funny. lead, burn it down, mix it, and paint and paint your house. <laughs> there you go. Blue. Yeah, blue. <laughs> See, look at that, man. Look at us. We're being resourceful. <laughs> We're like a bunch of liberals. <laughs> Uh, Boy, that hurts saying, man. (laughs) (laughs) I had to gag that one out. (laughs) Um, So breaking news, the two, and and this is crazy because it actually made me kind of stop and think, but the two largest wind farm um, projects in this country have abandoned work due to anybody, anybody. That's right. Inflation. Mm -hmm. The company building the wind farm said that there's no way that they can build them on what they originally bid. Wow. Crazy. So, you know, I, I actually, in the lack of wind, exactly, to your patriot. Um, you know, so that's my question. That's the first thing I thought of. It's like, wow, just imagine being any company. Let's just, let's just forget the wind farms. I mean, I think that's hilarious. Exactly. They're running out of climate change, Devo. 
They have run out of climate change, so there's no point in making these these things anymore. Um, but no, seriously, the uh, how many businesses are out there that have to bid on projects? Roofers, plumbers, mm -hmm. people that actually build your homes. You know, think about this. Look how fast inflation is going up. So imagine being um, somebody who is a contractor for a, a you know a company that builds your homes. They make a bid. They start build, building, and then the wood jumps up two times what it was or three times and it just keeps on going up. And all of a sudden the bid that you made, which was comparable to the time that you made the bid is no longer a good bid. And I can't imagine how many of these companies lose money because I never even thought about this before, but imagine how many of them end up losing money because they were in the middle of a job on a job that they made the bid, not expecting. So, you know, I talked to, to Moonwolf about this and he brought up a good point. You know, we're kind of in a day now where we need to, you know, if you're bidding on stuff, you overbid and you go, look, I'm, I'm bidding for what I see the inflation going to. And if the inflation doesn't jump up, then you'll get money back on what we quoted you. Mm -hmm. That it's almost you've almost got to do that at this point today just to protect yourself and your company. Um, and then, you know, hopefully you're just an honest company that actually does give that money back if the inflation doesn't jump up. But I didn't even think about that. Literally, it's going up so fast that what takes roughly three months to build, you know, your average home, you know, that's a lot of time for, you know, oh, for yeah. all of a sudden, by the time you're roofing the house, your architecture shingles cost twice as much as they used Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Or your galvanized nails or, or a dollar a piece, mm -hmm. you know? Um, well, well, look at California's prices. So oh, Oof. I wouldn't ever go there. No. Anyways. So uh, the guy, and this is just ironic too, the guy who debunked, Pizzagate just got locked up for it. <laughs> the guy who said that Trump would start World War III actually st is starting World War III. The state who said that Trump interfered with the elections just admitted that they interfered in election. The lady who said that Trump colluded with Russia, guess what? She actually colluded with Russia. The company that said that Trump created poisonous vaccines are actually the ones who created the poisonous vaccines. The guy who said that Trump lied under oath is actually the one who lied under oath. Do you see a pattern yet? The Great Awakening means more than finding out things and researching history and also actually recognizing these patterns as well. And, you know, we see it. The people that are awake see it. But the problem is those people that are in that deep, deep slumber. You could spell it out for them. Mm -hmm. But then again, you know, this is the problem right here. I'm going to play this quick little clip right here. This is why some of these people will okay, never quickly, see. So I, I misunderstand. Are we saying that two plus two, if you say it's four, that's racist? I mean, that sounds like we may be mischaracterizing it. What uh, if you can quickly sum it up? No, that's not mischaracterizing it at all. It's math is basically racist under this ideology because it says there is no such thing as an objective reality. So four might not be the right number. Two plus two might actually equal five. <laughs> okay, quickly. So I that's the thing that you don't hear about in the history books. You hear about people calling you know white people crackers and yeah. and black people the n word. But I, you know, racism. but what they were really doing is running around going two plus two is four, two plus two is four, <laughs> and that started big race war yeah. of the nineteen fifties. See, look at that, wow. guys. A history you didn't know that I just made up completely. Um, but hey, if they can make up the fact that two plus two equals five, hmm. when how crazy is that? Like, okay. And this is one of those mind blowers too. I, you know, I don't know how I feel about extraterrestrials or any of that other stuff, 
But if there was one, like if there were, let's just say that there was like aliens all over this universe. Mm -hmm. If there was one language in the entire universe that you can guarantee every single intelligent life form around the entire universe spoke, it would be math because math is required to build, to move. Yeah. So math is like what would be everywhere. So apparent, so I'm wondering how these aliens are feeling right now, looking down to us going, oh, two plus two equals five. So imagine a scientist, okay? Imagine a scientist, somebody who is making, you know, the proper doses of vaccine going on the two plus two is five math. Or, or Elon Musk building his rocket ships going on the two plus two is five math. Mm -hmm. How far do you think they'd get? They wouldn't get, they, he wouldn't leave the ground. They'd probably blow up and explode. Um, you know, but, but apparently two plus two is racist. One plus one, probably also racist. Um, well, as long as you don't say two, um, seven plus seven, not 14 anymore. It's 16. If you think it's 14, guess what? You're racist. <laughs> yeah. What a stupid you, world. You, what a stupid world we live in right now. It's backwards. <laughs> It's falling apart is what it's doing. You know, this is why I do a podcast and I haven't applied to like any mainstream media news sources because <laughs> these people would come on my show and I would laugh so hard. I would start crying. I would even, I would laugh so hard. I would do like the, you know, the nose snort <laughs> on live TV. This, this is why I'm going to stay right where I am because I don't want to be like, be oh, snorting. two plus two is... <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Oh, All right, guys. I, Back I, to I, the news. I had, no, I had to bring in a laugh real quick because because <laughs> you are not going to laugh about this. Oh, uh, no, yeah, not this is at good. all. Mom so open up those ears wide. You don't have to shut your kids' ears because there's no dirty words in this, but you may throw a couple dirty words out. So maybe it is a good idea to go ahead if you have children to cover their ears because <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they I dropped, I, I think I said the S word as soon as I heard this. <laughs> How many uh, air marshals are on planes right now, and how many do you think uh, there should be to get to a safe level? Well, Carly, we're not we're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that? You're following January 2021 people. What does that mean? That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the national capital region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. So you're saying that air marshals are now following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all. 
Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capital Region. So if anybody was there for um, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. What? Do those people know that they're on this list? Some of them do, because when they go to the airport, they get the quadruses on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on, on any leg of flight that they have. So, yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so if you are an average passenger on a plane, how concerned should you realistically be? I think I think you should be very concerned when you're boarding the aircraft. You need to look around to see who you might be able to to ask to help you like a good Samaritan, because you're kind of you're. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So we are having to be our own marshals looking out for the terrorists that they're supposed to be watching out for because they're taking their time watching people that didn't just attend the event. They just happened to fly into D.C on the couple of days during that event. Um, but Hey, this answered a question for me. I did not go to January 6th. I was not in DC, Mm-mm. but, um, we ran Patriot transition voice mm-hmm. all day long. It was oh, like, a. it was that it's funny. He just entered. Oh, did he, yeah. We, we did a, <laughs> we did a long see. show for Patriot transition voice during, during, during that event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, ever since then, and you guys know you, you can vouch for me. I've talked about Absolutely. it on the show. Every single time that I've flown on an airplane since January 6th, I have been removed from the line, taken to a room, and padded down in a separate place. No reason being— With the kilt on. Yeah, with the kilt. They <laughs> they kept saying that every time they say that I have a, a explosive material or it's something. It's probably all that stuff in your leg. Yeah, it could be the stuff in my leg. Yeah. But they were walking, saying it was explosive residue. Walking robot. <laughs> yeah. So, literally so like and every time and I, it's funny because every time i fly to a bard's event or anything like that i've come back mm-hmm. when we started doing the show again and told you about my experience every single time so uh yeah i'm carrying a concealed weapon apparently they think i am in his leg yeah my leg exactly <laughs> yeah. um yeah but yeah so so that makes sense it makes mm-hmm. complete sense now why they bug me so much. under the kilt every <laughs> single time under the kilt. and i've flown i think six times since uh january 6 20 yeah, mm-hmm. during that event mm-hmm. and every single time same thing i end up i get the pat down at tsa i have to go to that x-ray machine and then they pull me into another room and, and give me the test well when i flew out, flew out here they um searched my right arm it was the weirdest thing. And then when I flew to Idaho first, they searched my right arm. So I don't know what that was about. Just my arm, nothing else, like under my arm and up my arm. It's it's an arm gun, guys. Uh, she doesn't have a real arm. It's an, it's an arm it's, gun. Yeah. I'm one badass girl. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the, the, the leg gun yeah, in, right. the, in the Rodriguez movie. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, that's funny. Anyway. Yeah. Poof crazy world and talk about tyranny man talk about tyranny there's no greater harm msm liars look at that man you'll never be able to get on a plane again because you're a right-wing patriot racist uh what else do they call us you're you're all of them and you're never going to get on an airplane again brother (laughs) he's like oh well yeah uh, (laughs) who cares um next we got congressman jim jordan 
has subpoenaed U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf, the woman responsible for blocking Hunter Biden investigation from probing Joe Biden. Did they probing Joe Biden? Did, did they probe Joe Biden? Like an alien I probe? Was, I, or? I actually wasn't there. I think it was, it, was like <laughs> an, it was an alien probe. Sure it was. But we'll see where that goes. Once again, man, man, man. I keep hearing talk, but nothing ever gets done. Um, Y'all remember way back in 2019, November, December had rumors of a virus in China. Oh, guys, this gets great. So uh, not four short years later in November, same time, there's rumors of a massive virus spreading in China again, right before election year, right as New York passes their quarantine rule 2.13, which I'll be getting to in a second. We're on schedule for the next pandemic to fill, to go full swing by election time. So I'd imagine, because if I recall correctly, um, it was, uh, what, January 18th, 19th, or 20th, um, where they actually said, hey, you guys are going to be going on lockdowns Stop right lockdown, around the State yeah. of the Union. So I'm wondering if we're going to be going on the same time period here. Same time Probably. stamp. But same, same trick. And it's just crazy. You know what the craziest thing is? Um, the, the racism seems to get really big. Right mm -hmm. around that time, you know, so they could start, you know, going after white people right before election time, every time. Um, what else happens during that? We have uh, pandemics. Oh, we have just, a pandemic, just lockdown. On the spot, every four years, right yep. during oh. an election time period. Don't forget the mask. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the mask. And they've already mm -hmm. saying that. Who suggested that China starts separating again? Six feet apart, wear a mask for, uh, what, what are they calling it? Like a bacterial infection of a pneumonia without cough. So the flu mm -hmm. <clears throat> or, or a cold. Yeah. Hey, Whitey. That's what they should do. That's what their campaign hey, should be. The, the Democrats campaign this year, Biden 2024. Hey, Whitey. That's going to be his campaign. Yep. Hey, Whitey from the basement, live from the basement. Then you can't forget the riots. Yep. So get your ivermectin, get your quercetin. Yes. Get your hydroxychloroquine. I'm not a doctor. I do not wear a white suit on this radio show, but get that stuff anyways. Yeah. And uh, get your mask. Oh, get your mask. Get that mask. You know, and, and keep in mind, the only masks that work are those big plastic things that NATO can sell you if you go into like a, a war-torn country. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that's not the silliest thing you could wear because I've seen some pretty silly stuff with this whole mask, mask thing. People wearing like, and I've seen people wearing like a thong water jugs over their heads, like wearing snorkels. And what are those, those uh, balloons that those things that you put all you know, you bounce off people, you get in those balloons. Oh, I've no, yeah, totally. That like had the, one on his head. Oh, totally. Hey, Hi. twinsy. Hi. Yeah, get your fembenzazole. Exactly. Yeah, get that stuff once again. I am not a doctor. I do not play one on TV. I do not wear a white, well, I sometimes wear a white coat. But um, I, I don't pretend to be a doctor while I'm wearing that white coat. <laughs> I got some of them. Huh? Oh, you got what, Maddie? Maddie Pooh has something. What do you got there? You got white suits too? Yeah. You got a white jacket? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and just a quick reminder too, uh, what is the date? Uh, Today is the 24th. So right around the 1st of the 2nd, we're going to be doing our Kilted Christian live Q&A giveaway. So, um, guys, we'll let you know uh, days before mm -hmm. so that you can plan on being here. We'll let you know if it's going to be the first or the second. All hats have been ordered. Vinyl's been ordered. I even got some stickers. Some yes, like, he did. Some, he got some, some really cool car stickers. And then 
um, Truth Patriot. We're going to be making you your decals. Yes. We're going to be getting the... Uh, and Kitty Karen. And Kitty Karen, exactly. Yeah, we're going to make you guys some card details. Uh, decals, sorry. Yeah, so we're going to be getting those made, but um, we're going to be um, also uh, ordering the sweatshirts and mm -hmm. the t-shirts um, after our Q&A so I yes. can make sure to get the right size. Fortunately, the company that I go through delivers them in two days, so they'll be here before the hats. Mm -hmm. But um, the hats that we got, we got black with fluorescent pink stitching. We got black with white stitching. And then I got a couple of specialty hats, mm -hmm. um, which are black with neon yellow stitching. They look pretty darn cool. Yes. So it'll be really fun. We'll have uh, John. Hopefully John will come on with this. I think he said he will. And we'll have Dustin on asking you guys questions. And of course, Joseph oh, yeah. and myself. But I'm just going to be busy taking your names and who who's winning and stuff. Exactly. So, I mean, and, and the thing is, too, guys, is, uh, you know, we, we have a certain um, designated amount that we're going to be pass giving out. So I think it's going to be like five hoodies. Yes. Five T-shirts, mm -hmm. five long sleeve tees, um, as well as um, a sticker package of like five KC stickers. Yeah. So we got um, some things, but we're also going to order some more. So if you guys do want to purchase any of these items like the hats, yeah, um, sweatshirts win. or anything like yeah. that, we do not profit off of these we will only charge you that's if you don't win we will only yes. charge you what it costs us to get it and we, make it we will not yeah. get a dime no. off of the purchase we no. just want to make sure that we have enough you know and obviously everybody can't win so we want to grab some more just in case like i said we don't profit off of this whatsoever mm -mm. um everything um is is cost so yeah and there are some pretty good looking sweatshirts i think you've probably seen me wearing one at um at Mandolin Farms with the the pink and black. Yeah, and Robin, if you want to um, email orders, um, you're you're more than welcome to. Um, anybody, yeah, just put um, kiltachristian.com. Exactly, kiltachristian at gmail.com. Exactly, and you know, so we can do like I said. Is so, so what I'm doing? The giveaways are going to be black. Um, the the both the t-shirts and the uh, hoodies are going to be black, either with fluorescent pink or or white. And if you do want something special, particularly let me know because I can order OD green as well in the t-shirts and the sweatshirts. Um, I've done them with black vinyl. I've done them with white vinyl. The white vinyl just pops. It looks a whole lot better. So if there's something that you want in a specific color, um, let us know. The mm -hmm. reason that we're holding off, we can, I think I may be able to order digital camo to Maddie Poo. I'll have to check. But um. Like I said, is we'll, we'll make sure to get all that stuff done. And the reason that we're holding off on the mm -hmm. order of those is because we need to make sure. Because with my luck, I'll order a bunch of mediums, larges, and extra larges. And then I'll have like five winners that are extra, extra large. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So um, as far as that camo vinyl goes, I did one of your shirts and one of those camo The things. camo vinyl, it, it, it's it, kind of it gets thick, disoriented. It gets oh, it's thick too. Yeah, it's, it's thicker. But it's disorienting. But if you get like a digital camo hoodie mm -hmm. with like a white or a black oh, white. Um, yeah. vinyl, it'll look awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I do like the camo vinyl, but it depending on what color background mm -hmm. you put it on, it gets a little disorienting. Yeah. Like hard to tell what your design is. So next. Um, I go, will win. <laughs> okay. What's that? Okay. He's saying in accessories. Saying accessory I will drink. win. I will win. There you go. <laughs> That's good. That's a way to put that out there. I know. Manifestation. It's like I've got the Bible memorized. How can I not win? <laughs> <laughs> but I am not close. 
Well, it doesn't matter how close you are. You're going to be on the show and just give us an address so we can send it to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, unless it's a hat going to Ireland. Yeah. Apparently okay, that's $35. That's yeah, that's something. <laughs> if you live in a different country, it's going to be very hard for us to send it to you. Yeah, I actually would more than likely look in your country and find, find a place a that makes them over there. Yeah. <laughs> it just happens sent to you from that way. Which it's so literally, that's some, one thing that we do have to say. Yeah, it's literally cheaper that way because I'm... Because we had someone ask last year, and I was like, $35? Oh, it was, we were sitting, weren't you sitting in a sweatshirt? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a hat. Uh, yeah. And it, it was, was like, $35, $35 was the, the inexpensive um, way yeah. to send that hat. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. So we'll just be doing the state. Um, Canada as well. And then, yeah. like I said, is, you know, we'll, we'll figure out something if mm -hmm. you're from another country, and we'll take care of you. So uh, next, alert, 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 U.S. Treasury bond default. So over Thanksgiving weekend, U.S. Treasury Secretary Yellen um, and the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell are going to delete the entire $34 trillion Treasury bond market of all the books, um, off all the books. And uh, this is kind of what um, Ariel has to say about it. It's like, what are the implications? So investor losses, um, anyone holding U.S. debt would suffer total losses including central banks, pension funds, governments, et cetera. This will destroy confidence in the financial system. Is this um, still a November to remember? Everyone who has been asking about their 401ks or retirement, here's your answer. I mean, there's a lot of people right now digging deep into their 401ks. Mm -hmm. um, economic crisis, the U.S. government um, um, ability to fund operations and debt would be crippled, undermining the dollar's reserve status. This could cause a deep recession or a depression, which we're all um, expecting at this point. Remember, we are going to the gold standard according to what he's saying. I don't know about that. Um, this kind of up with the whole Nasara Jasara thing. And like I said, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it just free stuff doesn't sit well. Nothing in the world is free. So when they're like, hey, everything's going to be good. You're going to get money back. I'm very skeptical about that. Um, but be prepared for the banking collapsing, uh, bank collapses, policy chaos, market instability. It's all coming. Matter of fact, uh, um, Living was telling me today about a couple of other um, smaller banks that have crashed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's some banks falling. Yeah, that, and I think I read something again today about uh, um, Bank of America not being able to take in yeah. um, like online paycheck or something mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah. There's, there's some issues happening. Yeah. Just keep an eye on your bank. Make sure that you're covered if you have money in there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, uh, not, I'm not the guy to get financial advice. No, like, neither am I'm I. I'm good at paying my Just bills. Just my opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm good at, at, at organizing my own <laughs> stuff, but I'm not good at giving advice on that. Yeah. I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to uh, stock market, economics, and so forth. So, so you can get a hold of Moonwolf. He knows yeah, a lot exactly, about that. Exactly. But I, I am smart enough to say, do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there we go. Do something. That is my advice for you. Yeah. Do something. Um, next, House Judiciary Committee has subpoenaed Delaware prosecutor. Actually, I already read that one to you. Apologies. Um, Pentagon official arrested in connection with human trafficking operation in Georgia. Um, and this is a whole lot of kids. And this is my opinion. The quote terrorist attack at the border in Canada this this weekend, how our weekend began, or actually not even a weekend yet, but whatever, it seems like a weekend. Um, to me, that was a distraction to keep you from focusing on this. And I'll read it again. Pentagon official yes. arrested in connection with human trafficking operation. And this is one of many. Yeah. There are there loads. Yeah, there, there are loads of arrests mm -hmm. happening right now for this. So 
once again, even Ghislaine Maxwell's being sued again. Um, there was a more royalty went down. Like there's so much going on with this, but the media will not yeah. talk about it. But hey, that's good news because the media was talking about it. I wouldn't believe it. So the fact that the media is not, not talking, talking about, about it, it we know tells you know that on. this stuff's legitimately happening around our country. Um, next, for all of you guys that love the Pope, I know all you love the Pope. So I'm sorry. I'm about to destroy it. I destroyed Mickey Mouse already. <laughs> I destroyed Gilligan's Island. I may as well destroy the Pope too. Pope Francis invites trans men to a lunch in the Vatican. Oh, gosh. I just I, know. I cringe when I see that, man. I know. If I didn't see the video footage of all these, like, trannies hanging yeah. out with the Pope. Can you I, imagine? My, my, my vision of them would have been, like, walking into the church doors and going, Poof, like, yeah. bursting in the flames. Poof, gone. Oh, hey, Kit. You know, Kitty, I read that, too. They're expanding federal prisons in the Bahamas and Gitmo. Yes, and don't forget that there are other places out, out there, there that we don't know about yes. that exist. So mm -hmm. there's a reason that these places haven't been removed. Yeah. There's a reason they're expanding Gitmo still. There's a reason for a whole lot of these things. Um, what does that have to first hand knowledge. Yes, yeah. it's Kitty Karen. Oh, Kitty Karen, I do too. I've got <laughs> first eye knowledge, like seen as in seen with my own eyes. So, um, and, there's definitely um, there's definitely stuff out there that's going on that we're just not aware of. Absolutely, or at least the total. That's that's why I stay somewhat optimistic when a lot of people are like, "No, nothing's going to happen." I'm still like, "Yeah, but I've seen stuff." Mm -hmm. And Twinsy says in the South Pacific. <laughs> yep, in the South Pacific. Yeah, mm -hmm. Twinsy was one of the people that that knew about my expedition. One of the few people. And one day I'll be able to talk about it all, but I'm still under a gag order, which is why I'm so quiet about it. Anyways. Um, next, three ways to decenter whiteness in your worldwide in your workplace. Oh boy, get rid of white people, man. We need to get rid of what does white people? You know what? I love going to work, but I hate white people. <laughs> oh my God. That's why I work from home, man. Stupid white people. Right. Oh, this world is a messed up. I know, man. But then I gotta go out in public and go grocery shop, and I'm surrounded by white people. Stupid racist white people. <laughs> I guess I'm one of those. I guess I'm one of those too. Even though I love everybody. Huh. So uh, he says, I'm just done with this poop. He didn't say poop, but it's racist and it's gross. Forbes should be ashamed of themselves for publishing this article about getting rid of white people in your workplace. The author is a diversity, equity, inclusion consultant. Yeah, you heard me right. I've directed my staff to investigate whether her business receives any public money from Ohio. So... At least he's, uh, yeah, Get Whitey. That was a great movie. <laughs> that was a good movie. <clears throat> um, was it Get Whitey? Uh, Be Cool? <laughs> I don't know. It was a, uh, yeah, I can't remember, but anyways. I think everybody says Get Whitey. Yeah. But this whole world, it's insane. And if you're white, you're just a racist. So go ahead and deal with it. Go cry on your pillow every night and hate yourself. Because you, you had no choice of being born the color that you were. And that's not your fault, but you should still hate yourself and cry on your pillow, apparently. <laughs> um, so more video um, from the Capitol Police um, has resurfaced, I should say. This isn't, this isn't um, federal cameras or anything like that. So video of a Capitol Police officer was forcefully removing a doctor who was attempting to save Ashley Babbitt. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So this, and, and and you can watch the footage, like he was literally trying to get in there and the cops are forcefully removing him, pushing him away, screaming at him. And all the dude wanted to do was, to was his job. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
and go help. I don't know, man. So I've been doing some digging into this and I've actually found a couple of things. So I still can't verify it a hundred percent because I haven't seen the actual article, but I have found things online that went right along with this. This is some crazy stuff, but not surprising whatsoever. Why won't anyone discuss why teenage Buttigieg strangled five dogs? And then the South Bend newspaper, it says teen arrested for dog slaying. A local teen, Peter Buttigieg, has been um, promoted, or no, has been arrested on suspicion of killing five dogs. Hey, don't you, I mean, isn't it where you start with animals and you kind no, of move That's up? generally how serial killers all start. Yep. Sociopaths, serial killers, they start killing pets to see how they can deal with it. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I like this. I got to I gotta move up and, and be crazier. Yeah. So, they yeah. They move up for more satisfaction. So, not a surprise. They they love to hire their sociopaths because sociopaths, and plus they have something to hang over their heads. Yeah. Like, you were a dog killer. And you know what the crazy part is? Of all the, of, of bad as dog killing is, it's probably not the worst thing that Pete Buttigieg has really done that they're holding over his head. <laughs> Truth. So, uh, more of this, and I found a couple of these this weekend. I saw this one, and then I ended up digging in um, around the country and found a couple more. This is what's happening in our country. It's all fake, and this just irritate everybody. Once again, Craigslist. This is in Phoenix, Arizona. Actors needed. Actors um, help needed um, for an event tomorrow from 2 to 11 p.m., $15 per hour. Duties include protest activity and holding up signs that are anti-Trump. Um, minorities welcome and needed, looking to fill about 500 spots. Oh, so Trump is Trump having a rally there? Yeah, I'd imagine so. I thought he wasn't doing any more rallies. Well, no, no, I, I'd imagine it's probably not a rally there as or much as visiting. them just trying to push the Trump hate around. Oh, yeah. And and more than likely, this is a mix of like anti-Trump slash like pro-Palestine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love this little meme right here. It says, Barb, I hear your son is in college. What's he studying to be? And the mother replied, an anti-Semitic communist. <laughs> <laughs> it's about right. Everybody's majoring in that. Everybody that's going to college. They're majoring in the same thing. Anti-Semitism, indoctrination, pro-Palestine, and uh, yeah. hate whitey. Is that hate whitey. Yeah, hate whitey. <laughs> that, that was my minor. I minored in hate whitey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I majored in psychology and then I majored in film and, and I minored in hate whitey and hate whitey, man. You know, what's funny about that. My minor will get you more money than my major. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Um, so this is what open borders get you close the borders. Joe. Now riots are breaking out after five people, including three children were injured in a knife attack. This is in Dublin, not in America, but this is what's coming here. We're going to be watching the same thing here, and it's disgusting. The people over in Ireland have had it. They are done. They are sick of this, yeah. and they're finally starting to rebel because a bunch of children got stabbed. So what does the media come out and do? Well, I'll tell you what the media comes out and do. Right along with the commissioner over there in the police department in Dublin. Meanwhile, in Dublin, um, they claim protests in response to the stabbing of the children and women are hooligans inspired by the far right. Go whitey. Look at that, man. Yeah. Look at that whitey being whitey again. And I can say that truly Jeez. in Dublin because like they're white, 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 white. But it's funny because they're all white out there. Yeah. And the Ireland, it's, it's like Ireland and Scotland. They're like, there's too many white people here. It's like, well, we're born that way. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man, but like we're we're not we're not just like off white. I'm not like a glowy tan golden olive white. I'm like a a have you seen what your butt looks like when you pull your shorts down during the summer white? That's how white I am. I like glow in the dark, <laughs> Robin. I literally and then someone said it last night, except my freckles. Now I will give them that. My freckles are not white. Um, but hey, this is what happens, you know. It's mm-hmm. the countries are made that way. It's not like oh. they were, were like, you know what? We hate black people. So we're just going to be a white country. No, they're Celts. Yeah. They were born that <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest the with game you. game is white too. He's, I am a whitey. And I, and I have <laughs> not met too many people of color that go, man, you know what? I would love to live in the Helens of Scotland. <laughs> you know, I, I would, I would experience a negative degree weather. During, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, you don't see that much. Which is why it's a mainly white nation. Yeah, exactly. Because only white people are stupid enough, stupid enough to live in like those extremely cold climates. Climates. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. So they go off. They blame white supremacy, right wing extremists. You know. So apparently, wanting to protect your kids and keep them, you know, from being jabbed with knives is now right wing. This is the world we live in, guys, and it's coming to America soon. So Joe Biden has some nerve telling us to come together as a nation while persecuting and oppressing half the country. Joe Biden is a dictator and anyone who supports him is the enemy of democracy. Every word out of his mouth is a filthy lie. And this came from another black man who used to be Democrat, who was woken up and is speaking the truth, um, trying to get people to wake up. And it's happening more and more every day. The Democrats the only way that they're going to win this election is the same way they win elections every year. If you remove cheating, Democrats will never win again. Never. No. So uh, the government has um, defendants in D.C. jail actively trying to incriminate January 6th defenders. So tell your loved ones not to talk about their cases to anybody. So they literally have insurgents right now um, pretending to be prisoners who are trying to get information out of the January Sixers while they are incarcerated. Gosh, I hope they just don't say a word. Yeah, I know. But imagine yeah. you probably get a little cuckoo after a while. Oh, can you imagine? Can't imagine See, that. Yeah, look at that. Devo. Devo is one of those crazy white people that, that chooses to live in like subarctic degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So um, the Irish people are fighting for their homeland. They are not far right. They are patriots. Listen to this Irish woman right here talking about the truth. I'm absolutely incensed seeing what's going on in Dublin tonight. I've just seen a picture of army vehicles going into Dublin on the orders of the Irish government to attack its own people. Its own people that they've branded far right hooligans. Far right hooligans for being outraged that an Algerian migrant has stabbed women and children today on the school run. That Algerian migrant shouldn't have been in Ireland in the first place. If that if that Algerian migrant didn't get access to Ireland through their open border policies, then there wouldn't be children in hospital right now. There wouldn't be a woman in hospital right now. But the Irish government has sold their people to the wolves, and this is the result of it. And what did they do? They get the media and the lapdogs at the police to label all of these protesters far-right hooligans. It's not far-right to want children protected. Everything sounds cooler in Irish and Scottish, man. It's like, (laughs) she must be right. She sounded awesome. Yeah, that is heartbreaking. Very much so. It's just heartbreaking to see this because these people that have lived there, and, and there was even a woman today from Africa that was like, 
I want to be part of the New Ireland. New Ireland. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would have been. There's <laughs> nothing more you could say that would have made me like angrier uh. than had them New America or New Scotland. No, no, it's Scotland. It's Ireland. It's America. Nothing new about it. You can come here. You can assimilate into our country and be part of our society. And we're okay with that. But don't come over here trying to change it. So they throw in words like new, new Ireland. And this um, black woman also was the one who was celebrating the Palestinian protests while saying these are a bunch of crazy white, right wing, white, white wing. <laughs> What's going to say? Forget right wing. It's white wing. Christian conspiracy theorists. Disgusting. Pentagon is currently moving towards allowing AI weapons to autonomously make decisions to kill humans. Oh. Man, somebody needs to make a movie about this just to wake people up. Yeah. Exactly. We'll call it Terminator. How about somebody make a video? Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll call it Terminator. I know a guy named Payne's Angels. Yeah, I need to make a Payne's Angels video. Terminator or The Matrix. Exactly, Maddie Poo. Yep. Maddie Poo. I feel so, like, feminine saying that. Hey, Maddie Poo. <laughs> Um, and then we have, uh, Pentagon, like I said, this is, this is basically Skynet, what we're talking about right now. Um, next, uh, immigrants are now looting shops in the Dublin Ireland. So they're taking advantage of these riots and they're looting everywhere. So apparently that's not just a George Floyd American thing. Oh, speaking of George Floyd, let's go there next. So George Floyd, um, Derek Chauvin, who was the police officer arrested for killing George Floyd, which has been proving wrong because he died of a fentanyl overdose, natural causes, had nothing like heart attack related to fentanyl, had nothing to do with being choked out. Yeah, Derek Chauvin was stabbed and is in serious condition right now. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you because that the proof came out, it yes. was starting to go around and circulate. Mm-hmm. They have no choice but to take this guy off of this world because yep. this is one of those uh, narratives that they can't afford to lose. Mm-mm. No, Th- they will keep this one going, whether it means killing everyone that's researched it. it yep. they, they will walk around just killing everybody. Mm-hmm. The, the True Patriot is that fake news? True Patriot, because that fake news is everywhere. Ah, anyways, you let me know if he replies to that. I sure will. Um, Come on, truth. <laughs> yeah just kidding so this is this is perfect I just wonder okay okay Th- this is yeah i i found that um literally on eight or nine um mainstream sites today as well as some other ones yeah so, i did i yeah and they were saying he's in he's in serious condition but then some of the articles are stating that they don't even know if he's alive mm-hmm. so go figure but anyways um this one's great probably the best reply ever and i'm just gonna read it to you as he said it i'm not gonna censor it or anything like that but I'll tell you what he was replying to first. So he was talking about um, this guy named Stephen Ratner, who said, not only is Thanksgiving dinner cheaper than last year, getting there is too, because gas is 5% cheaper than last year. Airfares are 14% below 2022 prices and below 2019 prices too. Wow. So the reply to that was, so basically this is the equivalent of a person shoving a two foot rod up someone's bum and then slowly pulling six inches of that rod out and then telling the person that they're better off with that. Um, they're better off with the foot and a half than they were with the two feet of rod in their bum. That was, I, I don't think I could have summed that up any perfectly than that. <laughs> was that Pete Buttigieg? Exactly. <laughs> Ouch. 
Um, yeah, that was actually a pretty darn good response. Um, I really like the way that responded because that's basically what it is. It's like, hey, just be happy that you don't have a two-foot rod in your bum anymore. Now it's only a foot and a half. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my kilt and underpants. Awesome name. Awesome name. <laughs> oh God. I had the mute not to laugh. I had the mute so I didn't laugh too much live. Um, oh and then finally, I told you I was going to talk about, um, well, first I'm going to go in here too. So all of those like get rid of your gas stove people. You remember all them? AOC yeah. and Kamala and all them. They all took pictures this weekend of their, of the um, dinner that they were making. And guess what they all had in their background? gas stoves every single one of them these guys are the biggest hypocrites in the entire world and don't think that they end up getting rid of your gas stove that they themselves won't be keeping their gas stoves and then finally before i go into the topic of the night we got yeah kathy hochel hochel whatever her name is demon lady that, that's governor of of, of, oh, of demon york um happening now new york appellate division has ruled in favor of Kathy Hochul's in a landmark case for government overreach. So this is called rule 2.13 isolation and quarantine procedures will give the state of New York the ability to come into your home and take you away just for assuming that you may or may not have something. So you won't have any option to fight it. No court date, nothing. The rule has no age limit and they can keep you as long as they'd like to. The rule also allows them to treat you as they see fit, including using methods that are still in testing. This is one of the biggest abuses of power this country has ever seen. This is going to be the beginning. How long until we see this nationwide or even global? Oh, gosh. Man, if I lived in New York, I'd get out of there. I know. And I'll, I'll never be one of those people that's like, hey, you get what you're voted for. Because no. I know there was a lot of cheating going on and there's a lot of great people that voted the right way. Um, they just got pulled into this. And just like California, that you're looking at straight up tyranny. Uh, one note says her early education program funding to spot conspiracies. Oh, yeah. I, I talked about that one earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. talked about early. Yeah, to spot conspiracies. Yes. Or spot. as I worded it, to tell you what is and is not misinformation. It's there. It's up to their consent. They're you know they're they're the ones that are allowed to dictate what's what. So, hmm. yep. And Lens, we praying for all you in California too. Once again, I hear these. It makes me so upset when I hear people. You get what you're voted for because I know it was Lens did not go out and vote for Biden. Yeah. Or for Pelosi. I can promise you that. Linda's one of the good ones who just ended up in a terrible situation. And Absolutely. And I will always pray for every one of these states. I will never, ever be one of those to say you get what you voted for. Oh, because, absolutely not. Because you know, it was a fake. It wasn't a real election. Well, it, it was, there was fraud everywhere. It, they well, said California what, turned red. That's what drives me crazy, too. Is it the My same dad people, lives there. Same people are like, man, we were ripped off. This, this election was rigged. And then the yeah. same people that are like, well, you get what you voted for. Yeah, and it's like, well, you literally just said it was a rigged election. So how can it be a rigged election and you get what you voted for? Yeah. It's one or the other. Um, yeah, so I'm going to end it with the news this evening. Um, we'll have more to talk about when we get back. Um, we're not going to be doing a show this weekend because we are going to be getting on everything set up for the uh, giveaways, um, get everything prepared, get all of our vinyls and stuff pre-cut, weeded, and ready to go. So when everything comes in, 
we can get those made and sent out. So no shows on Saturday or Sunday. We'll be back on Monday for sure. But got a topic tonight, which is going to be a good topic. And it is what is prophecy? Bible meaning and examples of prophesy. So the big difference between those two. So prophecy at its most fundamental meaning is a message from God. Learn why the Bible included prophecies and their significance today. And that's one thing too, is that, um, you know, to be a prophet and I love listening to prophecy. I love hearing it. Um, and, and we prophesy ourselves. God told us that we, we would prophesy. Um, but the thing about prophesying is God giving you visions and it may not be for anybody but you. Um, is it okay to talk about? Absolutely. Cause mm -hmm. someone may get something out of it, but once again, um, you're not going around claiming that this is the end all be all. If you are a true prophet, a prophet, I'm talking like a Daniel prophet. Um, you're never wrong. If no. you're wrong one time, you're not a prophet. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the, the big thing now to prophesy once again, totally different. And I hear a lot of people that claim to be prophets, or I heard people being anointed to be prophets. And I don't think you could be anointed by anybody but God in order to be a prophet. But even saying that you're a prophet, you're probably not a prophet. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, that protest too much. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. like I said, um, if you're ever wrong, and that's why I'm very cautious about, you know, and I still, I, I'll listen to Kim Clement. I'll listen to some of these other ones because a lot of stuff has come about um, that has been pretty on point and accurate. Um, but I'm also very cautious about anyone claiming to be a prophet unless like the Daniel comes up to me. Was it Elijah? Um, you know, and one of the prophet prophets comes up to me and they're from like old school. Then I'll be like, okay, I'm willing to listen to you because I know you're a prophet. Other than that, it, to me, it's more like entertainment. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, listen to it, but I will never, you know, it, doomsday is tomorrow. I'm not going to, you know, plan on a doomsday tomorrow, <laughs> you know, you never know. Yeah. What does John say? Not who I say I am, but who the father says I am. Amen. Amen. So for no prophecy um, was ever produced by the will of man. But when man spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit, that is second Peter one 21, the one who prophecies or prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. That is first Corinthians 14, three. So prophecy versus prophesy. Prophecy is the noun and to prophesy is the verb. To prophesy is simply to pronounce prophecy. So prophecy at its most fundamental meaning is a message from God. Hence, to prophesy is to, is to declare a message from God. This isn't a human thing. This is literally you speaking what God has told you. And if you guys watch any of my old Payne's Angel videos, especially the religious ones, if I ever talk about um, a dream, a vision, a prophesy, or anything, um, or as I prophesied, and I also begin it and I end it with, I am not a prophet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because the, the one thing that we're seeing now is how easy it is to deceive people. Yes. People are hanging on for so much hope right now that someone will come out and be like, hey, you know, uh, the economy is going to collapse at 1045 tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, like you go on the Twitter and everyone's talking about this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, just the thing is it being very careful, you know, so if you ever talk about a vision or dream or something like that, where you are, you know, it's a message from God, 
why don't you do what I do? I just, I'm not a prophet. I'm just going to mm-hmm. tell you, you take it for what you want to. But there's a lot of people that want to have their name in the history books and be favored. You're not going to be favored by God in heaven if you're down here claiming to be a prophet and you're not. Matter of fact, you're probably going to end up in hell for misleading people. Mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure, but that's just my guess. So, um, so prophecy noun, a prediction, the um, faculty, function, or practice of prophesying. So the verb prophesy to utter by or as if by divine inspiration to predict with assurance or on the basis of mystic knowledge. In short, we can describe prophecy as the message and prophesy as delivering the message. So prophesy, Bible meaning. Um, Prophecy or prediction was one of the functions of the prophet. It has been defined as a miracle of knowledge or a declaration or a description or a representation of something future beyond the power of human um, sagacity um, to foresee, discern, or conjecture. So the great prediction, which runs like a golden thread through the whole continent of the Old Testament or content of the Old Testament, is that regarding the coming and the working of the Messiah, the great use of prophecy was to perpetuate faith in his coming and to prepare the world for that event. But there are also many subordinate and intermediate prophecies also, which hold an essential place in the great chain of events that illustrates God's sovereignty and all wise overruling providence. Um, then there are many prophecies regarding the Jewish nation, its founder, Abram, um, Genesis 12, one through three, and his um, posterity, or, oh, excuse me, his posterity, Isaac and Jacob, and their descendants, which have been fulfilled. The 28th chapter of Deuteronomy contains a series of predictions that are fulfilled even now in the present day. Um, in the writings of the prophets, Isaiah um, 2, 18-21, Jeremiah 27, 3-7, Ezekiel 5, 12, Ezekiel 8, Daniel 9, 26-27, and Isaiah um, 9, 17. There are also many prophecies regarding the events um, were to befall that people at that time. But there's also many prophecies that are in the Old Testament that we'll be seeing come to fruition here at this point. So um, the great body of the Old Testament prophecy relates directly to the advent of the Messiah, beginning with Genesis 3.15, the first great promise and extending in ever um, increasing fullness and clearness all through the very close of the Canaan. So the messianic prophecies are too numerous to be quoted. Um, to him gave all the prophets witness. You can see them compare in, in Micah 5, 2, um, Isaiah 7, 14, Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, um, and a couple of more in there. So uh, four prophecies fulfilled in Christ. So I'm going to read these off to you right now. So the Messiah would be born of a virgin. And we talked about that when, you know, when we talked about, you know, um, the, the, the childhood of Jesus. And then we talked about how, you know, Mary wondering if Mary, how well she knew um, and believed that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah, of the future Messiah. So the Old Testament prophecy, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, Isaiah seven fourteen. The New Testament fulfillment, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Matthew 1, 
22 through 23, if you guys want to look that one up. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. This is Luke 1, 26-31. So the Messiah would come from the tribe of Judah. Um, Old Testament prophecy. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff between his feet, until tribute comes to him, and him shall be the obedience of the peoples. This is Genesis 49.10. That's Old Testament. And here's the New Testament fulfillment. Um, the son of Amadab, no, Aminadab, here we go. The son of Admon, um, the son of Arni, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah. And you can find that in Luke 3.33. So those are the prophecy and the fulfillment from Old to New Testament. For it is the event that our Lord was descended from Judah and in connection with the tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. This is Hebrews 7.14. The Messiah would be a priest after the order of a Melchizedek, blah, blah. Okay, I'm going to try to push them. <laughs> Melchizedek, here we go. Old Testament prophecy. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Man, I'm killing this one. I know he tries to spell it like that helps. <laughs> but I do appreciate it. <laughs> you know who that is, right? That's Ma Maddie Poo. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Maddie Poo <laughs> or kilted underpants. Um, Old Testament prophecy is the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You were the priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. You want to come on here and pronounce that for me? Every time I get to that word, you just say it. Um, you can find that nonetheless in Psalms 110.4. The New Testament fulfillment. So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, you are my son today. I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever after the order of, take it away there, underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 5, 5 through 6. Um, the Messiah would resurrect from the dead. So the Old Testament prophecy, for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. This is Psalm 16, 10, but God will ransom my soul for the power of Sheol um, for he will receive me. Shalah. Psalms 49.15. Now the New Testament fulfillment of this is men of Israel hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. You crucified and killed by the hand of the lawless men. God raised him up losing the pangs of death because it was not possible for them to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me for he is my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope 
for you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will be made, um, you will make me full, you will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may say you with confidence about the patriarch David, that he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day, being therefore a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne. He foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of Christ, that he was not abandoned by Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up and of all that we are witnesses. Acts 2, 22 through 32. So importance of prophecy today. So, and the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb. He, and he said to me, these are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold on to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. You can find that at the very end in Revelation 19, 9 through 10. So one of the most powerful gifts of the Holy Spirit is the ability to prophesy or the prophet or the ability of prophecy and the ability to prophesy. And we were told that even young ones, old ones, men, boys, women, daughters, sons, we would be able, we would come a day where we would prophesy and we would start seeing this. And I've seen a lot of, especially young ones have some pretty deep prophecy um, that are pretty dead on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they're seeing things that even an adult would be like kind of blown away that they would have that kind of foresight and knowledge. Um, this is what attracts the grace God um, to him, enabling him to fulfill two great commandments of the love for God, one's neighbor. He affirms, he affirms this when he says, the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. First Corinthians 14, 32, the genuine prophet humbly understands how to tame his spirit so that it does not seize the spiritual space of others, including that of the divine other, the Lord, and that of his brethren. Um, and that's one thing too, is that generally the, the prophet prophets, the real prophets, probably very humble too, mm -hmm. because they realize that it's a gift from God. And the ones that walk around trying to make it seem like they're the ones with this insight, these visions and this knowledge, probably not prophets because once again, prophecy is a message from God to prophesy is to spread that message from God. So if they're out there walking around mm -hmm. trying to make it seem like they are the ones with these almighty visions, you know what I'm saying? They're probably not prophets. So the prophetic authority of those who have been in the living presence of the Lord has nothing to do with worldly authority. It is a spiritual gift of humble service and love, pulling down the fortifications. It's the second Corinthians 10, four, 10, yeah, 10, four, a pride, which makes it so difficult to fulfill the two um, great commandments of love. Indeed, the genuine prophet has a pure relationship with God and his brethren. His attitude before God is similar to that of the great prophet, John the Baptist. While in his relations with others, he is characterized by deep humility. Like the apostle Paul, who said, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. First Timothy one through or one fifteen. So this is the difference between prophesy and prophecy. And like I said, as, as we are getting into these times right now, the reason I want to talk about this is because, you know, in a way, a lot of these like 
the people that call themselves truthers, the one that even rated, they try to, to come across as, as prophets in a way. Um, they're more interested in getting their names in the history books and the book of life. And a real prophet, like it just said here, the importance of humility goes along with being the prophet. You have to be humble. You have to understand that these come from God and not you. And also, um, if you are a true prophet, unlike myself, you have the ability to discern mm -hmm. what is God's vision and what's just random weird stuff running through my head while I'm sleeping. Um, last night, I didn't sleep very long. I can't remember what my dreams are about, but I remember waking up terrified multiple times as I did um, fall asleep for like 10 minutes and I'd wake up just terrified because um, I just, all I can remember is that the government was trying to kill me. That's it. That's all I remember. But but oh, I but I, well, but that's, I co that's comforting. Yeah, I know it's a real real comforting, huh? <laughs> yeah. And you hear the fear. <laughs> but but not Better coming those doors. <laughs> coming out of a, a dream though. It's a little bit terrifying. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because absolutely. you're like experience it in real time, and all of a sudden you get up and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Am I still here? Yeah. So I was um I was really off this morning and throughout the day. I just um, cause it sat with me. I could still feel mm -hmm. the emotion that I would wake up from. It was kind of freaky, but Hey, go figure, man. If anybody's going to kill me, probably going to be the government at the devil's order. It'd be like, all right, take him out or search him again, TSA. So, um, but it's an interesting topic because we see things, you know, and I have a lot of talks with people, you know, um, about Clint, Kim Clement, some of the other ones that claim to be prophets and, you know, yeah. I haven't. This is a good one from Twinsy. What's that? Um, Twinsy says, I was stunned when I started listening to Friends podcast again and hearing claims of being a prophet now and ordained. Boom, stop listening right away. And I agree uh, with him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I agree, agree with too. him. Um, that's the thing, though, is that we're, we're not we're not prophets. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and that's the thing, though, is I think even a prophet prophet would probably question if they were a prophet. They probably wouldn't call themselves a, a prophet. prophet. Mm -mm. They'd be like, well, this is what I heard. And I'm going to tell you what I heard, but you know, not walking around trying to, to be the authority. And that's what you see a lot of these days is people literally walking around claiming to be the visionaries. Cause here's the, here's one thing, you know, that I, that I ask all of you guys. Um, so a Christian is a Christian. If you've got a relationship with the heavenly father and you've got a relationship with Christ, does it make you any better of a Christian or better of a follower of Christ because you've been following him longer than somebody who has newly developed a relationship, but a sincere relationship with Christ? I think not. No. And, and does God only talk to certain people or does he talk to everyone? Well, I feel like God talks to everybody. Mm -hmm. So when, when God's speaking to you and then someone comes across and says, no, this is the way I had a vision and I know that it's God talking to me. Therefore, anything that you're hearing must be coming from Satan. No. No. doesn't work like that. Like I said, God speaks to all of us. And who and knows? Angels. Yeah, who knows? What's that? I think and the angels do too. Don't yeah. you? Yeah, I think that they, 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 they speak to us from God. From God, yeah. Not, not yeah, exactly. Sorry. But, but that's, that's the big thing is that, you know, no one knows your life better than you except for God. So if God's speaking to you and he's telling you, cause look, the devil's not going to come up to you and be like, you need to read scripture more. You need to <laughs> understand these. I'm going to send you to a couple of verses. The devil doesn't do that. 
know what I'm saying? The devil wants to pull you away right. from the Bible. Mm -hmm. The devil doesn't encourage you to, to become a stronger Christian or to get a stronger relation with Christ and tell you how to do it. No, the devil won't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like I said, is that's one thing that we have to have and the importance of praying for discernment, which we do all the time is to understand what God is saying to you, because there's certain things that the devil's going to say to you, but what those things that the, the devil's going to try to steer you in the wrong direction certainly isn't going to be anything to do with a stronger relationship with Christ. Everything the devil is going to try to do is to pull you as far away from Christ as possible. <clears throat> but then you have those people that come in and try to tell you that they know your life and what God has deemed for you better than you do. Um, but once again, if you have that relationship with Christ, whether you're a new Christian or an old Christian, God's still going to talk to you, you know, because you have that relationship. Mm -hmm. God's not going to pick and choose. God's not going to favor, um, you know, I'm going to use Jeff as an example. He's not going to favor Jeff because he's an old school Christian compared to Joseph, the new school Christian. Mm -hmm. God's going to be like, hey, I'm going to talk to both of you guys because you're both Christians. There's no levels of Christ follower. No. There's no like you were a grade A gold star follower of Christ or a sorry, you were a uh, participant trophy winner following of Christ. It doesn't no, work no, like yeah, that. Work like if that. you have the relationship with God, you've got the ultimate trophy and God doesn't pick better or worse. You know what I'm saying? If you are a Christian, a true Christian, you have a true relationship with Christ and you speak to him with your heart. That's what God sees. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it, if anything, if he does pick someone who's an old school Christian is to put them in your life to help you understand scripture a little bit better. Like Jeff. Yeah. Like Jeff, mm -hmm. great example. Exactly. And, uh, but I see a lot of this. I see a lot of, um, you know, we live in a world division and one of the videos that I'm you know, going to be releasing here saying for pains angels is all about division. You know, the devil tries to divide us in every way possible. You know, just today in the news that I read, you know, what do we have? We've got, you know, black against white. We've got culture against culture. culture. We've got religion against religion. religion. We've got policy against policy, party against party. Um, and I could go on and on and on. He tries to divide us in every way that can be divided. Um, but, but it doesn't stop there because as humans, we're just as bad. It's like the devil just has to, you know, nudge you in the right direction. And then he's like, these stupid humans will do the rest. Yeah. Um, and I'm watching so much division right now. You know, uh, one thing, you know, we talked about the other day is the, the division between DeSantis supporters and Trump supporters. Like, look, we're on the same side. We, we yeah. may have different opinions about who should be president, but we still want the same outcome. And when you're dealing with the prelim preliminary and the general election, eventually we're only going to have one choice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to vote for that person. Otherwise, you're going to end up voting for Big Mike, Newsom, or, or, yeah. or, or Biden, which I doubt is going to be the case. And then we divide each other, even amongst religion and, and the way Maybe. that we perceive scripture. Yeah. You know, this Which should be, shame. yeah, this should be something like, you know, any of us, like, I mean, me and, 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 uh, kilted underpants could sit down on any occasion <laughs> and go over four or five scriptural topics. And we may see it different, but guess what? We're going to have a conversation. And when we're done, we're gonna be like, Hey, I love you, brother. Give him a hug and out the door. You know what I'm saying? It's. This is what Christians do. We discuss, we don't argue, we don't create division, but I'm watching so much division of people that are just, that are very stern about the way that they see it. And therefore you're wrong. And that's not the case. You know, we should have the, if you think I'm wrong, let's have a conversation, but you know, who is it for me to call anyone out mm -hmm. for having a different perspective than I do? Because you know what? 
I'm not Jesus. I'm certainly not God. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not even an angel. I'm just a dude trying to do the best I can on this earth, having a relationship with Christ, which I try to build every day. I try to become less of a sinner every single day. We do what we do because we love Christ, because we have that relationship. And it's certainly not for us to say who's right and who's wrong. Simple conversations, all that matters. Because, I mean, Jeff and I, we've had many disagreements on the way that mm -hmm. we saw something. Not even disagreements. He would see it one way. I would see it another way. And he's like, huh, I never thought of it that way. I still think. And mm -hmm. guess what? We're still best friends and oh, still yeah. brothers. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing is that the devil wants us divided and we're just helping them out, mm -hmm. you know? So especially, I mean, you know, Christianity is probably the greatest example, I think more than other, because I don't know how many sects of Islam there is, but there's like hundreds of Christian sects and it's like little tiny, tiny differences. You know, thou shall be baptized with water sprinkled over the head. No, you should be dunked in water. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I personally feel it should be dunked in water, but nonetheless, so now you've got two different forms of religion. And then you're like, no, it needs to be prayed this way and not this way. Five more sets of different religions. And it's exactly, um, it's fleshly differences. That's all it is, is fleshly differences. I like what uh, what um, John put in here. But it's another thing to to lead others astray. What's saying? Um, he says, but it's another thing to lead others astray. And well, I no. agree with that. Too. No, and I agree with that 100%. 100%. But that's the whole thing. That's why you had the conversation. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, because, okay, if I was to have, if I was to see something different than someone else and we had this conversation, this is how we grow. This is how we understand. Uh -huh. We don't hate each other. We're, this isn't a, a competition to see who can reach heaven first. You know what I'm saying? This is you know, we, we want to help you out. Like you want to help us out. We all want to do what we can to, you know, to help more souls find Christ and, and to understand the scripture. Definitely. What's dangerous are the ones that are absolutely convinced that it is the way that they see it. And they force it at you and start calling you names because you don't see it yeah, the way that they, they do. That's where it gets dangerous because you were, you know, you, cause if you are wrong, you could have just deceived the entire flock. Uh, exactly. Yeah. A learning process lens. Exactly. So we're going to get into a little prayer tonight. Now, um, yes, uh, I just, I just need the name. Yeah. The name is, uh, is Judy and Dan, okay. and that is, uh, Steve's Steve and Penny's name. Okay. So everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly father. First, I want to start off by asking, um, Judy that you bless Judy and Dan. They, they are neighbors of, um, Two of our brothers and sisters, people that we love with all of our hearts that are here every single night. We are we are graced and privileged to have them. And they love their neighbors and everyone else enough to reach out in the prayer. So dear Lord, please listen and answer this prayer as I know that you will and help them with the uh, health issues that they've both been going through. Mm -hmm. I just, it happened all in the same household, more than likely in the same area. We're going to see more and more of this, dear Lord. So not only do I ask that you bless those that need the health, the help, but I also ask that you bless those that are reaching out in prayer, dear Lord, just for having the love in their hearts to let that be the first thing they did. And I can imagine that many people that ask us for prayers drop what they're doing to, to pray. And that's how it should be. Every time someone says, hey, can you pray? I at least pray in my head right then and there. Try to carry it on the show and then keep it in my prayers throughout the next couple of days. We have a little prayer box and it's still in the box that I've got to find. But Father... You always give us a way to remember who and what we need to pray for. So I ask that you answer those. Please continue, dear Lord, to pray for um, 
Jeff's wife and help her get that job that she's still waiting for. We live in a world today, Father, where we go through all the hoops to get work and then never call us back unless they want to hire us. But weeks will go by. If they don't want to hire you, you never hear from them again, dear Lord. So I ask that you give her that closure and preferably the job, dear Lord, because she deserves it. And she wants to have an opportunity to be able to spend more time at home with her husband as she works, as well as to get back into Scripture during her spirit time. So, dear Lord, it's all for a great cause. Heavenly Father, I also ask that you bless another one of our sisters who shall be nameless tonight who is having some some problems herself and uh, just needs some health issues taken care of, dear Lord, something she's been going through for a long time in her life. And I just pray, Father, that you answer that and and let the doctor that she is seeing be the right one, the one that's actually looking for the solution and not just contributing to more medicine and for more money. Let them find the right the right practitioner, dear Lord, so they can end this problem once and for all, dear Lord. But just lay your hands on her and help her with this, dear Lord, and get her through these health issues, which she's been dealing with most of her life. Let this be the end of it once she is healed from this. Father, I also ask that you be with all the people around the world. Dear Lord, I would pray for all the health and the discernment and the clarity and everything else, dear Lord. But the most important thing that we need to pray for right now and every day is for their salvation. For those, dear Lord, that haven't had an opportunity to know you, for those of you that have turned their backs on you and developed cold hearts or lukewarm hearts, dear Lord, I just ask that you just ignite that fire in their bellies again. Let them feel the love, dear Lord, the inspiration, the mercy, and the grace that you give to all of us, dear Lord, and just set them back on their missions. Dear Lord, on those days where people have a little lapse in their faith, I ask that you bring that person right into their lives that will lift them right back on their feet and give them all the faith in the world to where they can continue being your warriors in prayer. Please, dear Lord, let us hone in on all the skills and the talents that you have been so kind to bless us with our, our whole lives. Even before we knew you, dear Lord, you were working in our lives, and it's just astonishing to me that you love us that much. But dear Lord, let us take a lesson from everything that you teach us, especially how to love that much. Unconditional love, dear Lord, for everybody. Let us love our friends. Let us love our family. Let us love our enemies, dear Lord. Let us pray for them more and more, dear Lord, because with you in their heart, they have a chance at salvation. They have a chance to repent for all the sins that they've done, no matter how evil they've been in their lives. And I know, Father, many of us also need you to bless us so that when we do pray for these things, we're being sincere from our heart. It's not just words coming out of our mouth, but we sincerely mean that. And some days it's a little harder than others, but we still do it, dear Lord. So just work in us, work in our lives, not only develop that bigger relationship with you, but a better relationship with the teachings that you taught us, dear Lord, so that we can be the best warriors that we can be for you. Dear Lord, as we head into this crazy battleground, these crazy battles that we're walking to in the chaos between good and evil, let us be prepared, dear Lord. Remove any fear, remove any stress and anxiety. Just take it away, dear Lord. We hand those problems over to you so that you can take them from us and just heal us and cure us, dear Lord, so that we can be as efficient in this battle as we can. Dear Lord, allow us to have patience with others, that same patience that you had with us. Dear Lord, some days it's really hard to be patient. Some days I want to throw rocks, but Father, you know how I know you're in my life every day? Because those rocks are still in my pocket because I have not thrown those rocks. Dear Lord, you keep me calm when I ask you for calmness. You give me discernment when I ask for discernment and wisdom, dear Lord, when I ask for wisdom. And we all need wisdom. This world is filled with knowledge, which is a great thing. But if we don't know how to use it, we can end up being destructive. Dear Lord, we don't want to be destructive. 
allow us to have that wisdom and take the knowledge that we have here on this earth to use it in a way that's going to benefit mankind, not just ourselves. Dear Lord, work in our lives. And if we have an ego, give us a little kick in the butt, dear Lord. Let us find that humility. You know, sometimes it's happened, dear Lord, you did it to me and I'm thankful for that. And you may end up having to do it to me again. And, and I expect it, dear Lord. But as a true follower, someone that truly wants to strengthen my relationship, just the same with everyone here who's listening right now, Father, we we need these forms of discipline sometimes, these little reminders just to set us back on that right path because we are fallible. We are human. We're sinners or you wouldn't have had to come and die on that cross for us, dear Lord, which I am thankful for too. But I'm also thankful for all the lessons that you taught us up until the day you died on that cross. Let us embrace those, dear Lord. Let us focus on what you were teaching, not just the death, so that we can become better. We can acclimate to what we need to do right now, become better healers, remove the demons, do the things that you taught us how to do, dear Lord. Let us have the confidence of a child. A child believes that they can do anything because they don't have doubt, dear Lord. They haven't been indoctrinated with false logic. Let us gain our instincts again, dear Lord, those heavenly instincts, those instincts that come straight from you. Let us be able to discern what you speak to us and what the devil speaks to us. Dear Lord, remove the evil and the temptation from our lives as it becomes more and more and worse and worse every single day. The closer we get to you, sometimes the harder things get. But dear Lord, you also give us the courage and the inspiration to move forward because we know with you, we cannot, no one can come against us. No weapon shall be raised against us. Dear Lord, with you, we will always have what we need, shelter, breath, food, love, and you, the relationship with you. And we're thankful for that, dear Lord. But dear Lord, I ask that you just keep everybody safe during the rest of this holiday season. Let people start celebrating the birth of Christ again. I know it's on the wrong day, but let us start focusing on what the holiday was meant to be focused on and not the gifts the superficial aspects of it, the pagan things, dear Lord. Let us love, celebrate, enjoy the spending the time with our family, the celebration of the life that you gave us the moment you were born, dear Lord. You were born with a plan, dear Lord, and that was to die on that cross just like we are. So, dear Lord, let us be ready to die for you. Let us be ready to stand up and do everything that you need us to without fear, knowing, dear Lord, that the worst thing that could happen is the best thing that could happen. We end up in heaven a little bit earlier. But dear Lord, nonetheless, let us all be ready today. Let us strengthen our relationship. Let's help other people find that relationship with you so they have an opportunity to get into heaven as well. We love you with all of our hearts, dear Lord. And I just want to weep sometimes in my prayers just thinking about all that you have blessed us with. We love you, dear Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful prayer. Man, <laughs> sometimes in the middle of speaking, you end up just kind of talking yourself when we're thinking about all the beautiful things that Christ gives to you Absolutely. and it just makes you tear up. I can't be the only one that happens to on occasion, but um, God is beautiful. I mean, it's, it's insane to just to think about mm -hmm. the fact that he loves us this much. He loved us during our worst times. He loves us during our mm -hmm. best times. And it's so overwhelming to think that anybody can love anybody that much. It is and overwhelming. Then given his own life so that too. we had that. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It's it a is. beautiful thing. But um, guys, I want to thank you all. First, Livin, thank you so much. Uh, mm -hmm. Great dinner yesterday. We're, we're going to be busy this weekend uh, getting things ready for the, the giveaway. So we will be back on Monday without a doubt. Um, I got all my Podbean stuff fixed up. 
Um, like I said, we will be doing that probably the first or the second of December. Yes. Mm -hmm. We will let you guys know with ample time so that you guys are ready to brush up on your scripture and, and the Casey episodes from this year. And uh, mm -hmm. no hard questions, I promise. I won't ask questions like how many times did I say A or the um, this biblical. season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dustin's going to be here too with John, so you better be prepared because I'm sure they got some good ones. Oh, they both have some great questions, yes. exactly. And I look forward to it. Like I said, we're going to have a fun little giveaway. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to um, reach out to a couple other people to see if we can't get some other um, people with their skills to maybe donate a couple of things so mm -hmm. that we can have more gifts to give away Um I'm talking to you, Maddie Pooh. I'll be reaching out to you soon, brother. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he will. gave me, he gave us a, a just beautiful, absolutely beautiful gift. Um, absolutely love it. I know you guys would too. Hey, what about, um, oh gosh, I was totally forgot what I was, oh, we, we have our 500th show coming up too. Yeah. And our 500th show will be coming up. Matter of fact, what would be funny if our 500th show, show fell on that on day? That day. That'd oh, be really that cool. would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be really well, cool. Well, that would be really fun though. Okay. Yeah, but, we're getting our almost 500 show. Oh, Oof. yeah. And Kilton Underpants, you know I'm going to make it up to you <laughs> with a good steak dinner. Oh, yeah. Hey, and he's a good cook. That's the one thing I can say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You will not leave poison. And he can build a, he can build a greenhouse. Now <laughs> we yep. got check, check. <laughs> yep. Death maintenance the kirkyard, so I will never yeah. leave you poison. I promise you that. But I okay, love you all okay. very, very much. I'm so thankful. Um, I hope you guys have an absolutely blessed and beautiful rest of your holiday weekend. Absolutely. Um, stay we away from the news. Exactly. Love you. Stay mm -hmm. away from the news. Go hug a tree. Walk outside barefoot if it's not too cold. Tell your mother and your father and your children and your sisters and brothers that you love them. Pet your dog. Do these things that make you feel good, you know, because there's plenty of time and plenty of craziness in this world that we need to just keep on focusing on what we need to focus on. But guys, I love you very, very much. Thank you for watching or listening to Kilted Christian episode 492, Prophesy and Prophecy. Have a beautiful weekend, and I'll leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still
Have a beautiful, blessed weekend. I love you all, guys. Thank you so much for watching, listening to Kilt the Christian episode 492, Prophesy and Prophecy. We'll be back on Monday. But in the meantime, just be thankful that we know how this ends. God wins. So fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety, hold that line, keep in prayer, spread that gospel from nation to nation, and we're going to be just fine. We love you all very, very much. We will see you Monday evening. Have a beautiful night, and God bless.